Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 98. I am your host, Alejandro Veda. I want to thank you for pushing play. And as always, thank you for your support. Each week this month, you guys have showed in and showed out. And I want to tell you, it is not being ignored. I got to tell you, we're on our way to some big number. 4,000, you guys have been showing me so much support throughout the whole year. Um, we're almost to episode 100. I have so much planned for episode 100. And I just want you guys to know that this podcast is evolving every uh, step of the way to 100. We're trying to get to a new goal. And then, you know what? Who knows what the outcome will be for the podcast? All I know is I have you guys. You guys have been showing me so much support, and I just want to keep going. I'm so hungry. I'm ready to take on this new year. Um, my mindset this year is really going to be about uh, finding new things that I'm good at. Uh, I'm really, really tired of doing the same old, same old uh, work every week and not really getting much done uh, physically and also mentally. Uh, I think I'm going to really challenge myself this year to really uh, put myself in a new gear, take this podcast, and really do something with it. Uh, you know, I really needed to prove myself. Uh, I'd set the goal for 100 episodes uh, to really show myself that I could get there. And I won't have to really rely on anybody else but myself. And you know what? It has shown me that I I had the courage to really put together all this all these episodes and we're at 98 now and we keep going and and that that takes a lot uh to show and i feel like uh the character that i've shown throughout this this whole endeavor has really put me into another uh motivational year and that that's where i'm going to take on 2021 and i'm going to use this year or, or last year as the crutch uh, for what uh, this year's gonna be, uh, and and you know what, I, I I'm not I'm not gonna put myself in a box. I'm not gonna tell you guys exactly what's gonna happen because you know what, last year I did that. And I felt like uh, my creativity uh, was not really uh, seeping out towards the end of the year. Uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say towards the end of the year, but uh, during the last part of the year, uh, especially when the pandemic hit. Um, and then we ended up uh, getting uh, allowance to open up shop and and really uh, start doing these again. And then we ended up back in purple uh, towards Thanksgiving. And, and then we're back uh, to square one again. Uh, and, you know, seeing how easy it is to go back and forth, I really uh, put this podcast kind of in the back burner and I don't mean the back burner meaning that I'm not caring about it it's just I didn't know what to do with it um it, it was hard to become uh creative with uh each week and you know what I, I wanted to showcase a lot more of, of what I I like you know or what I what I'm into um I didn't you know I didn't take those chances uh, the chances this year are going to be taken. Uh, I've already started a YouTube page, so make sure you guys are uh, staying ahead of this podcast. We're, we're making moves uh, towards episode 100, and you know what? This is a goal that I, I met with a lot of stride 
with a lot of uh, integrity trying to uh, really put this podcast together and give something unique that you guys might like. And you know what? Uh, I, I don't think I've fully succeeded yet. I still have a long way to go. And I, I, I don't say I, I say we because this podcast is all of us. This community that we have already uh, gained uh, is definitely something that uh, we're going to be making stronger in 2021. This is all possible because of you guys. It was only an idea for me, um, but and, and, and of course I had to put in the work, but I, I do it because I see you guys in week one all the way to week 98, and I've seen how you guys have stayed um, with us this whole way. You know, from the start and almost to episode 100. And I just want to tell you guys, make sure you guys are keep supporting. Make sure you guys are still uh, sharing the podcast. Let everybody know that, you know, 2021 is going to be the Blazes year. We're going to really uh, try to get more Blaze talks in, in this year. Uh, my goal is to really double up on, on uh, content. Uh, I'm going to have a lot more you know, availability when it comes to uh, recording, uh, when it comes to actually editing uh, the podcasts. And this is a great thing, I think, for uh, you guys, the audience, because, uh, you know, before it, it was really tough to really get into the groove of recording and actually making a good podcast instead of really just putting out the content. Uh, and that's another reason why I've been trying to, uh, you know, try to mix things up a little bit here week to week. Just give you guys a little bit of uh, something new, maybe something that you haven't heard of from the Blaze podcast. And that's exactly what I want to continue to do throughout 2021 is give you guys something that you guys will, you know, inevitably come back and want more from. Uh, but this week, I really wanted to talk about just what we did last week, you know, last week we were able to go out of town, go visit my pan, my family. Um, we got back into town, you know, we started work and then they actually put me and my wife on uh, quarantine. My, my wife, uh, was actually in contact with COVID at work. Uh, we don't know right now exactly if she's positive or negative, uh, she will be taking her test soon, uh, but since that she was uh, around somebody that had COVID, that means they're going to be taking me out also to quarantine. Um, I'm also probably going to get tested. I think it's I think it's safe to say that everyone should be getting tested, uh, just in case you know you don't know if you're carrying the virus, and that is what is scary about this whole thing. Uh, my wife says. You know, she knows that she kept distance away from her uh, co-worker, but at the same time, you know, uh, you're in the same building, you're touching the same things. Who knows? So they put her on quarantine. Uh, she ended up letting me know when I was on lunch. <laughs> I, I, I literally only worked a day and a half after vacation, and now I have another 10 days off, but you know what? I, I think it's, uh, it's safe to say that it's better to be safe than sorry. Um, I've been hearing a lot of stories about people that, you know, don't have symptoms and are going into work or people that are, are suffering from symptoms and still going to work. 
I think we really need to crack down on ourselves and, and, and put ourselves accountable. I know uh, the masks are uncomfortable. I know the, the protocol is uncomfortable. Uh, as Americans, we feel like it, it's breaching our, our rights, but we also have to believe uh, in each other's well-being. And I think that's uh, where I'm at with the whole thing. You know, this is really my third time quarantining. Uh, really trying to stay away from getting sick, uh, and I, honestly, I don't feel sick. I just, I just worry and I get anxiety over uh, thinking that I am sick. You know, it is actually kind of scary to when you think about it. But uh, so this week we'll be really quarantining, uh, just resting, I guess, and, and trying to get stuff done around the house. Uh, this is gonna be, like I said, our third time quarantining. Uh, my wife, I feel sorry for her because, you know, she has to work really close quarters with people. I thought I worked with in close quarters with people at a grocery store. My wife uh, definitely works close to her co-workers at, uh, at, at her coffee shop. But, you know, things I think will be changing soon. Uh, I, as, you know, I, I feel people are being more responsible, especially towards... Uh, you know, the, the, uh, holidays, uh, the only thing I, I would really say is just keep continuing to do what you need to do, uh, wear your mask, you know, social distance, uh, make sure that you're not going to, uh, be infected by being involved in large groups, uh, and definitely, uh, sanitize your hands and, and wash your hands Anytime you get a chance to, I think that's a, a way that me and my wife haven't uh, contracted COVID is because we took those safe protocols and really have been utilizing uh, those to, to keep us from getting sick. But this week we had a, a lot of time to really check out some new uh, Netflix shows. Uh, the one show that I wanted to talk about the most uh, was actually called... We are the champions, uh, and this this Netflix original is actually uh, a really exciting competition reality TV show. Uh, it really shows you uh, different uh, ways uh, to be champion. Uh, they have uh, literally cheese rolling champion, where uh, they would they would roll down a cheese. Uh, a, a cheese a wheel down a, a steep mountain and these guys would literally risk their lives running down this mountain for this uh, wheel of cheese. Um, you could also win a, a championship by eating chili. Uh, they have like a eat, like a, a eating contest where um, you try some of the hottest chilies and they challenge you uh to really uh, go to the extreme, really take the next step into uh, what chili eating contests are, uh, you see in this in this in this reality TV show on Netflix uh, that these guys are really competitive. Uh, even some of the new uh, covers for the competition, uh, you see that they actually uh, are competing at a high level, and and you see that. Uh, it really takes a lot to really be champion. Uh, but some other fun ones uh, that I thought were awesome were uh, the, the they had a fantasy hairstyling competition, uh, yo-yo competition, dog dancing, 
uh, frog jumping. Uh, this was a pretty interesting, I think, uh, Netflix original. You know, I hope they come out with a, another uh, season of it. Uh, it's definitely real easy uh, watching, only 30-minute episodes. But some of these, uh, you know, alter alternative athletes, I don't know what you would call them, uh, the, the, these these uh, competitors, though, uh, they really take these, these uh, sports seriously. And I know uh, frog jumping, I've seen it actually at the Motherload Fair uh, with my eyes where they actually uh, compete. Um, this was actually something I never knew that it was that competitive. And it's only one year round and how they actually grab the frogs and they put the frogs back at the end of the competition. You know, I think it's a great way for everybody to get involved. It's something new. You know, I'm definitely not only one sports fan. I watch a lot of different sports. And honestly, I like watching new things. So this really put me... In, in my in my realm, you know, it really let me uh, kind of discover some new things that I never knew that uh, people took really serious and compete over. So if you guys like a good, you know, uh, competition reality show, make sure you guys check out We Are Champions on Netflix. We also had a lot of time to uh, check out a lot of new music this week as well. Uh, but this week I really wanted to showcase... Uh, a new artist that I found out about. He goes by the name San Holo. He's a actual Dutch DJ, uh, record producer, composer. Uh, he actually gained his recognition from his uh, remix of Dr. Dre's The Next Episode, uh, which I actually saw on, on YouTube. And it has about, I think it had about 200 million follower views uh, but he's also released a lot of other uh, types of albums um, which I wanted to uh, really talk about his uh, newest uh, album which is called Album One um, and Album One is actually a lot of remixes and on this uh, he really did uh, uh producing for uh people he didn't really do any of his own music so he has a lot of different collaborations uh but some of my favorite songs off this uh i would say compilation album is uh lift me off the ground which uh features uh sophia or sophie winterson and jaren um show me uh, featuring the Nick Nicholas, uh, and then uh, always on my mind, featuring James Vincent uh, McMurrow and Yvette Young. Uh, these are actually new artists to me. Uh, I took a chance, you know. I actually uh, found them on uh, one of the the vibrant, a very vibrant, uh, vibrant playlist off of uh, Spotify. Uh, it actually had a bunch of his music on on that playlist, and I I often, you know, kind of went towards his music uh, in the playlist. So uh, I definitely wanted to 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 check and see if I actually liked any of his other music. Um, but 
that album was actually pretty different to me. Uh, I definitely like his production. I could tell that he uses uh, a lot of great, great uh, artists. Um, but like I said, they're all new to me. This is this is a new genre that I'm trying to get into. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. Um, it's like EDM slash, I don't know, like uh, trap music, I would say. Um, but this is not like your hip-hop trap music. This is like your, you know, electronic dance music. Uh, really has a good, good sound to it. It's not overbearing. It's not over uh, robotic. You know, it's really lush. Uh, it really gives you nostalgia on a on a real nice summer night. Uh, you know, that's the kind of music that really I gravitate towards is music that moves me into a new direction. Uh, but definitely. San Holo is someone to pay attention to. Uh, check out that, that album, album one. Uh, he definitely has a lot of different uh, artists. And, and to be honest, I, I just only gravitate uh, to really produ producing uh, of the music, you know? I'm not too much of a, of a person that I, I know every singer in, in um, you know, trap music or EDM. But I definitely uh, go towards the producer. And he, he has been doing this for a while now. Uh, I feel like in the next coming up years, he may become more mainstream. Uh, just because he's been putting together some great compilation albums. And also his uh, solo uh, career is also great. But you should check out uh, his latest project. Album one, a lot of mixes on Spotify or on all your streaming services. This week, I want to talk about, you know, just the violence that's just been going on in Fresno. But uh, with all the shootings that have been happening, um, especially during this pandemic, we've been seeing an uh, influx of crime. We see that uh, a lot of the crimes are, are petty crimes, but also uh, they range into uh you know, murder and also uh, just and a lot of gang related uh, uh, crime going on right now. Uh, but I want to talk about the the seventeen year old that was arrested in connection to the shooting inside of uh, Fashion Fair Mall. Uh, this happened actually on Saturday, last Saturday. Uh, you know, we were driving by uh, Fashion Fair that day uh, when we saw passing going going uh, north on First Street. We saw that nobody could get into the into the uh, parking lot into the into the mall. You know, we saw nothing but uh, fire engines, uh, ambulances, and cop cars. I told my wife, you know what, there's probably something that happened inside of Fashion Fair. Uh, knowing, you know, we both went to Hoover High School. We basically hung out at that mall all of our lives. Knowing that that mall at that time of day uh, is never a good time to go. You know, you always have those, I don't know, those. Ball rats, you know, those those kids that think they're hard walking the balls, 
that's all they do is just really just walk them on and, and try to uh, get attention. But this this incident was, was actually a little different. And uh, I'll tell you why, because I guess this, the, the security cameras uh, actually helped identify the team, the, uh, the, the team, uh, which was, I guess, two Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, four days uh, after the incident, they actually uh, got a warrant for his arrest uh, and they actually took him into uh, custody. And they also got another teen who was with that guy uh, who had a gun. So, but it was, I don't think it was clear that if that gun was actually the gun shot in the mall. But now that teen is in custody and now he's facing uh, charges uh, that are, that include uh, assault with a deadly weapon and also uh minor with a firearm. So this is a real serious, uh, I feel like, incident you know and I, I don't think the police really determined if it was like a gang related incident but this is one of those incidents where you know kids these days really have a lot of bravery and also a lot of time on their hands but I'm just glad no one was injured you know I, I, I could only imagine what those people in the mall thought an active shooter some sort you know just all that panic anxiety just the chaos that you must feel. Um, I guarantee you tons of people stormed out of that mall. Um, I think people that hear these kinds of gunshots later on have trouble going to public places after that, you know? So these kids, man, these kids are rooted for a lot of people, uh, especially people that are trying to stay safe uh, from the COVID-19, but then going into a mall and then hearing gunshots ring out. I mean, you got to really, 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 really be a terrible person to do that. Um, I don't know about the confrontation. I don't know if it was a, if it was a confrontation from earlier, which, you know, elevated inside fashion fair, um, all it really told me was that uh, the kid was inside Fashion Fair. He uh, was in a confrontation. Uh, and then I guess the 17-year-old kid pulled the gun out and fired it. Uh, like I said, the security cameras helped identify the, the teen. Then they arrested the, the teenager. Um, but they recovered the gun from another man who was with the team uh, when he was arrested, but they were still unclear if that weapon was used. Um, I'm not too sure exactly where they're going to go with this, you know, uh, but I just remember seeing it that day, seeing the chaos, uh, and I'm telling my wife, you know, there's it, always something wrong in that ball, you know, as, as nice as that ball is, I feel like, uh, the people around it really uh, bring that mall down. I don't know how long it's been since I've been in a fashion fair, fair mall. It's got to be at least 15 to 20 years, you know, since really high school. I haven't really been into that mall just because it brings so much 
bad, me- not bad memories, but just, I know exactly what goes on in there, what those kids do. Uh, and, it, and that's what it is. It's filled with kids that have nothing to do. And just hope those parents, you know, this, this, this kid is really, uh, shooting themselves in the foot by, by not keeping them at home or by not, uh, really being on their case at home. Uh, I think it starts off with, with, with the parents and really how they handle things. But this is a, this is a scary situation and something that doesn't really need to happen. Uh, hopefully, you know, they get more answers and they know why, uh, the gun, the gun was fired, but just be safe around here. But like I said, the, the, the crime right now is at an all time high. I think we've doubled our, 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 or, yeah, I think we doubled our our murders from from previous years. So we're on a we're on a like a, on an all time high on on violent crime. So make sure you guys are staying safe. Make sure you guys you know know your surroundings and also just let people know where you guys are going. Sometimes I know it sounds kiddish and I know it sounds kind of weird, but at the same time, it's really it's really uh it's really great to be cautious and be safe and. Really, who knows what happens here in in our in our city? Now it's time to support our local music, and this week I wanted to talk about a new artist here in Fresno that I've never heard before. She goes by the name Kinsey Rose. Uh, she actually has a new video out right now with Fashan. It's called Disloyalty, uh, and on her. Spotify page, it doesn't look like she has an album out yet, but she does have all of her song, about five songs on there that she has. Um, they include What's Love, Say His Name, and I'm Not Superman. And if you're into R&B or if you're into uh, vocals, vocalists, uh, make sure you check out Kinsey Rose. I think she's going to be a big hit here in Fresno, especially with the soul kind of feel that she has. Um, and working with Fashad really, uh, puts her in a, in another, uh, area here in Fresno. You know, we, we got, we got tiers of, uh, artists and I feel like she's already, uh, gained a lot of, uh, recognition just by working with, um, with Fashad. And in that video, this, this loyalty, you see, uh, they use, uh, Fresno backdrops everywhere in there. And I gotta tell you, man, these, these Fresno artists are, are really becoming something else. We're really turning into our own. Uh, and, and I feel like that's what's going to make us hit. You know, it's not going to really uh, take everybody in the world to, to recognize our music. But if we could, we could be in a local mindset and really, really uh, hold our, our, uh, our artists in the same light as some of the best. I mean, we really can move this this music thing forward here in Fresno, and that's what this podcast is here to do: is really to to show recognition to new artists and also artists that has been doing it for a long time, such as Fashan. But today, I wanted to talk about Kinsey Rose and just her her vo- vocal uh, ability and also uh, the way that she uh, could really do like an acoustic. Um, album or or feel you know she has a lot of array to her sound and i feel like uh just in these few songs you don't really get the range but i feel like uh once we hear a little bit more and we also get uh towards her album if she's gonna drop an album soon 
I, I just can't wait to really uh, hop on board and really uh, start supporting more of uh, Kinsey Rose. You know, this podcast is definitely to showcase a lot of local uh, artists. And I, I, I want to start with even the newer artists that I've never heard before. So make sure you guys are supporting uh Check check Kinsey Rose out on her Spotify. Uh, she also has her video out, Disloyalty Feature Fashan, on uh, YouTube. So check that out. You won't uh, regret it. Now let's support our local teams, our fellow state Bulldogs, who are 3-3 three and three right now and is 7th uh, in the Mountain West Conference. Tied their matchup last week with the Wyoming Cow- Cowboys. In the first game, they actually lost 78 to 74, but was led by forward number 10, Hunter Thompson, who scored 22 points and three rebounds. Then on Monday, they beat the Wyoming Cowboys 61 to 81. And on this game, we actually was led by uh, guard number one, Marcus Williams, who had 20 points, seven rebounds, and three assists. And this week, the Dogs will start off Played in their division uh, against San Jose State uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. at Fresno State. And also Sunday, um, January 10th at 4 p.m. in Fresno State. So make sure you guys are supporting your Fresno State Bulldogs. I know it's been hard to really pay attention to them, uh, especially when you're not being able to attend games. Um, but we do have a, a lot more games uh, left in the season we're still probably about midway done so we have a good about two more months full of uh Fresno State basketball so go dogs and our Fresno State Bulldogs women basketball team is sixth in the Mountain West Conference with the record of four and four uh they've also been having uh some success uh last week they actually also split up their season uh series with Wyoming. Uh the first game they lost 63 to 65 and then the second game uh which was on Monday they uh beat Wyoming 83 to 80. So make sure you guys uh come back for the podcast every week for updates on all your federal state uh sports. And I got to tell you guys I've been lagging uh with our federal state baseball team um, their record right now is nine and seven, and they're actually playing this week. No, they do not play this week, but they will have their alumni game January twenty fifth. So make sure you guys are coming back to the podcast for all your federal state baseball needs. Uh, this year we're gonna have a great, great team. I feel like last year we kind of cut it short last year, um, and I didn't really know if they were gonna start the season this year. Uh, so they really started without me really paying attention to it. And I got to tell you guys, I'm sorry about that. Um, especially when it comes to, you know, uh, Fresno State baseball, I'm usually on top of it. Uh, but this year, I think we're actually going to have a chance uh, to win that Mountain West Championship again. And I did not forget about our Fresno Monsters. They are still haven't played, which their next game will be January 21st. Uh, versus the Anaheim Avalanche. Have not forgot about them. They still have the season uh, ahead of them. They have until, I think it's late March, until uh, the season ends. So make sure you guys are staying tuned for all your Monsters needs. 
And the NBA has been heating up. Let's talk about the Eastern Conference right now. The 76ers have been dominating the Eastern Conference with the record of a 7-1. and one. Uh, The Magic fall right behind there at number two. The Pacers at number three. Celtics at number four. And Knicks at number five. Uh, this is a great season for the for the Eastern Conference. I feel like they actually are evenly kilted with the uh, the Western Conference. And when it, when it talks with of stars, I feel like Eastern actually has enough stars to compete with the Western. Um, but now the Western, to me, with the with the record right now, uh, with the best record in the league, is the Suns, who are six and two. And if you would have told me last year. The Suns would have been on top of the of the Western uh, Division, uh, you know, right off the go. I would have to tell you, you guys are dumb. Uh, but the Suns have been playing out of their minds, uh, you know, with the acquisition of Chris Paul. I felt like uh, they they actually are now uh, leading themselves as a team, um, and, and it's going to be interesting to see exactly. Uh, how this is going to play out towards the end, if they're going to still be on top, uh, but the Lakers fall uh, with the same record as six and two, uh, and they're at number two in the West. Uh, the Clippers fall behind at six and three, uh, and they're number three in the West. The Pelicans at four, and the Jazz at five. So we see a lot of these teams that are are are, are lack of days ago right now. I feel like, uh, and we can see a lot of these teams picking it up. Uh, as soon as um, the NBA All-Star break. But, you know, the NBA still has a lot more games. It's only been eight games, so they have about 62 games left. Uh, it's, it's pretty exciting right now to see uh, how these younger teams are, are starting to compete with the, with these old older teams. Uh, I feel like the Suns, uh, since last year in the bubble, they, they deserved, I felt they deserved to be uh, in the in the playoffs last year, but you know they actually they actually went undefeated all eight games in the bubble and uh, did not make the playoffs. So hopefully this year the Suns will make the playoffs and uh, the acquisition of Chris Paul will is the difference maker in that. Now let's talk about the NFL and I want to tell you guys I'm so sorry I did not have time last week's podcast to really uh, give you guys a rundown on. Uh, on the NFL Week 17, but uh, just to just to kind of um, preview what uh, Week 17 was like, we had a lot of uh, divisional games that needed to be uh, worked out. Uh, the Colts and the Titans. Uh, I I now know that um, the Titans actually took that uh, that. Uh, tiebreaker uh it's gonna be interesting in the playoffs now seeing all the all the playoff uh or see the playoff picture and the playoff picture looks like this the chiefs take the number one spot so they'll have uh the home field advantage throughout the playoffs and also uh the only team in the amc that will have a bye for the first round uh then we have the bills who are in second in the amc and they will be playing the, the Dolphins. And the Bills, I got to tell you, end of the season 13-3, first in the AFC East. Uh, that was the first time, I think, in 10 years that anybody has won the AFC East besides uh, the Patriots. 
And that's Josh Allen, led by Josh Allen, who is a QB uh, from Fireball. So I think, or I think it's Chachilla. Yeah, he's from Fireball and also went to Reedley College before uh, transferring to Wyoming, then being the number one draft, uh, first round draft pick for the for the Bills. Uh, it's amazing how far this kid has gone, especially with this Bills team. I don't think anybody would have said that the Bills would have uh, been one of the best teams in the in the AFC last year, um, but they're actually doing really good. Um, and third in the AFC would be the Steelers, who they're playing the Browns, uh, and the Steelers ended the season twelve and four with the first a in the AFC North, and then like I said, the Tennessee Titans uh, beat the Colts in the tiebreaker, uh, and they will be playing the Tech or. They will be playing. The Ravens were number five, ended the season 11 and five, second in the AFC North, and uh, also played the Bengals last week. Uh, the Browns, like I said, 11 and five, third in the AFC North. Uh, they played the Steelers last week. And the Colts, who were 11 and five, second in the AFC South, played the Jaguars last week. Uh, the Packers. Uh, who are first in the NFC North and uh, with the record of 13-3 played the Bears last week. The Saints, who are second in the NFC, 12-4 uh, and, and first in the NFC South played the Panthers. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, who are 12-4, first in the NFC West, played the 49ers. Uh, Washington football team, who was 7-9, first in the NFC East, played the Eagles. Uh, the Bucks, who are 11-5, second in the NFC South, played the Falcons. Uh, the Rams, who are second in the NFC West, uh, played the Cardinals. And the Bears, who were uh, second in the NFC North, uh, played the Packers. So there was a lot of a lot of uh, teams that were uh, eliminated already. Jacksonville, Jets, Falcons, Texans, Eagles, Bengals, Lions, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys, Giants, Niners, Chargers, Patriots, Vikings, Raiders, Cardinals, and the Dolphins. Uh, for the Falcons, it was an ugly year. Hopefully next year we might get a little bit better. Uh, we do got the fourth pick in the in the 2021 draft. Uh, that doesn't mean that we're going to have the best pick uh, because we still need a general manager. Uh, but for next week's games, I think it's going to be exciting, you know, uh, or this week's games is going to be exciting for the NFL wildcard round. Um, the, the, just the matchups, the Colts versus the Bills, uh, the Rams versus the Seahawks, the Bucks versus uh, the Washington football team, the Ravens versus the Titans, the Bears versus the Saints. And the Browns versus the Steelers. And remember, the the only two teams that have the buys are the top, uh, the top teams in each division, which was the Chiefs and also the Packers. So make sure you guys uh, are watching the games this weekend, as uh, Wild Card Weekend is is sure going to be shaking a lot of boots. So uh, yeah, come back and let me know who you guys are going for throughout the playoffs. Now it's time for my favorite segment. Beer of the week, and this week I wanted to to talk about the 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 beer that really um, 
kind of got my eye this week. Uh, it's called Zodiac Series Cancer. It's a hazy IPA. It's uh, brewed from Chapman Crafted Beer out of Orange County, California. It drinks at a 7% ABV and it's brewed with Idaho 7, Mosaic, and Amarillo hops. This was actually my first Chapman Crafted Beer. And I have to tell you guys, the can art on this beer was actually amazing. Um, it was actually gifted to me from uh, my cousin Dre. Uh, but I definitely have to tell you that the front end of this beer was very, very pineapple-y. Uh, with a little bit of lemon zest, uh, the the hop really really broke through that sweetness, uh, and then on the back end, really really had a really nice mouth clean mouth feel that didn't stay on your tongue very long. It really allowed uh, that beer to to relax and just uh, give you that like nice tropical punch of uh, of hopness. I feel like this beer could be honestly drank. Uh, a six pack, uh, and I haven't found a real hazy beer that I could definitely go back to back to back, uh, drinking. But, uh, like I said, this, this Zodiac series cancer edition, uh, from Chapman, uh, crafted beers, I definitely, uh, recommend for you guys to try. Um, like I said, haven't tried any of Chapman's beers before, uh, and definitely want to, uh, look out for more of them, especially because they're out of Orange, uh, California. I feel like, uh, anything out of California is really local. So we really got to, uh, support all of our breweries here in California and definitely support all your breweries here in Fresno, which I'm going to continue, uh, and start implementing more of, uh, local beer here on the podcast. Uh, but I want to just thank you guys for pushing play and as always, uh, Support all your local businesses, support all your local artists, and support all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Veda, signing off, episode 98.